Hi, this is Millie, and this is the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. Consider donating to my podcast at www.patreon.com slash Narcissistic Parents, and I will put all the info in the show notes. Please give this podcast a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts so that people that may need to hear it have a chance to hear it. Okay, guys, I hope you're all doing well. I'm making this podcast today um, because I'm feeling a bit anxious. Um, I've been having stomach issues, which I'm pretty sure is related to my autoimmune disorder. If you hear a teeny tiny meow, it's because I have a teeny tiny kitten and she's very vocal. (laughs) Um, So I have a four hour drive ahead of me next tomorrow and having stomach problems is making my anxiety just skyrocket. Any if any of you have IBS or any stomach issues you understand. Anyhow, what I wanted to talk to you about is something that actually came up yesterday. I had a therapy session uh yesterday. And I wanted to because of the fact that <clears throat> I don't claim to know everything. And when I see something new, I want to talk about it because I want to kind of pass on the baton to you guys, right? So that you can be aware of certain things or just so that you can prevent certain things. So what happened yesterday during therapy? Um, I, I don't want to go into the specific issue, but... I noticed that I have been a little bit more combative, maybe. Um, And that, you know, wanting to argue more. And it's over one issue. And I've been arguing this one issue for 14 years. And I am tired of fighting over the same thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's exhausting. It gets you nowhere. So... I tell my therapist and you know I I have therapy sessions that are just me updating her on what's going on with my life and then I have therapy sessions like yesterday's where I had to look inward and say she's right this is what's happening so because I have come across so many narcissists or at least what I perceive as narcissists Okay. I know my mother's a narcissist. I know my sister-in-law's a narcissist, right? At, at the very least, my sister-in-law is extremely toxic. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, you know, I can see the, the narcissistic traits. But not everyone that I come across is narcissistic. And that's the one thing I want to put out there to the universe and to you guys. 
hey, just because mom or dad or, you know, uncle, ow, little kitty, you're scratching me. Or uncle or grandparents or whatever, or narcissists, does it make the rest of the world narcissistic? So, we, ha- we have all probably, if you're listening to this, you probably have a pretty big wall built up around you where you're not letting people in. Or if you let someone in, it's very carefully and with a lot of suspicion. And not that that's wrong. Okay, I think that we do need to be more careful about the people that we let into our lives. And that we should be suspicious. Oh my goodness, my my kitten is in a place that scares me because she can get out. Sorry, I had to pause the recording because I had to make sure the kitten wasn't going to get out. I'm sitting out on my porch and... She was in a spot where, because she's so little, she fits in little places. And I'm afraid that she'll just run away. And we're scared about that. But I think, I think, I realized what was going on. And I don't, I don't think she's going to run away. Anyway, <laughs> back to what I was talking about. So, we should be suspicious. We should be careful. But we also can't be careful to the point where... We are accusing the wrong people of being narcissists. Or we're, we're projecting narcissistic traits onto people who are in fact not narcissists. Are the people that we love and love us back and support us. Because that's what I was doing. I guess it's no secret. I, I don't want to put my complete personal life out there. But it was just, it's an issue with my husband um, it's not that we have a great relationship, but there's just this one thing that has been just in the way for a long time. And he is the type of person, and there's nothing wrong with this. That's just the way he is. You know, with anxiety, you have fight, f- flight, freeze or fawn it's not just fight or flight he's a freezer when the moment comes and something happens it's easier for him to just step back and say I'm not going to deal with this issue period that's that's how he deals with problems most of the time it's just if he if he doesn't look at it it's not there <laughs> and and so Me arguing with him over this one issue is not a good thing. And me and and it's not that I'm wrong about the issue. It's just the way that I'm presenting it to him. And I hope I'm not being too too uh, cryptic. Like I said, I don't want to put my personal life out there. Um, But. The one thing I had to realize is I've been projecting onto him the person who has been supporting me because I haven't been working who was by my side every second that 
I was going through what I was going through when I found when when I realized my mother was a narcissist, or better yet, when my mother just let's let's leave it at when my mother was a narcissist. I figured that out, and I went no contact. Right, he was by my side every second of that. And he supported me. And I know that's not an easy thing to find. I know from a lot of you, those of you that are on my Instagram page, telling me, hey, my spouse doesn't understand. How do I make them understand? That's something I really don't know how to answer because mine always understood. Actually, he understood before I did. So, okay. So I was projecting oh he's a nar- he he may have narcissistic traits or because he he knows this is what I need from him and he's not doing it right he refuses to do it and my therapist pointed out the fact that I was not treating him as this is our problem and we should tackle it together as opposed to saying this is your problem you need to fix it and I ha- I'm not resistant to therapy and I'm not resistant to maybe she's right maybe this is what's happening and it is and she told me you can't put up a wall so far up that you are going to push you you're going to put the people who love you and support you outside of that wall. And she's right about that too. Right? I haven't, you know, COVID really has <laughs> put a damper on meeting new people. But I've put a lot of people outside of my wall. Okay? And I'm not most of them belong outside. I'm not saying they don't. But is there a possibility that some of them maybe I was too rash about? Because my thinking nowadays is if you do this to me, you're 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 gone. It's over. Right? I just block people. You know, you make one comment I don't like on Facebook and, and you're blocked. Um there's a situation I don't like, I block you from my phone. Whatever. That's my new way of doing things. And that may not be 100% the right thing to do. So, maybe you're doing the same thing. And I've been telling you guys, you know, if someone says or does the wrong thing, if they're not on your side, they're not your tribe, block them, get rid of them. Okay, that's harsh and, and maybe a little too harsh. Because there may be people who, in fact, are believing or are on the side, maybe, of the narcissist in your life because they're just innocently have been manipulated into being in, on that side. Now, obviously, if they believe the narcissist, then, then there's not much more that you can do. There's not much more, sorry, I'm just worried about this kitten. Um, there's not much more you can do. If they, they're they on their side, that's it, right? But there might be those people that are iffy. 
why not wait and see what they really what what turns out to be the truth there's a couple of family members that i have discarded that i wonder well first of all do they even care enough about me or about the situation to have a side and i've pretty much discarded them i put them aside you know um but it made me think it it really made me think about am i am i living my life the way i want to live it or am i just now because my mother's a narcissist and i've been abused uh, i'm not going to let anyone abuse me at, at all costs which means i'm not going to let anyone in i don't want that to be the case I don't want that to be the case for you either. So, my new thing is proceed with caution, but don't automatically just cut people out of your life because of a of an, a small incident, okay? Granted, like I said, most of the people that I have cut off, I'm not wrong about. And actually, I did talk to my therapist, of course, about what happened with my sister-in-law and her cousin and her cousin asking saying to me you know us talking to each other is a secret and and I was like well I didn't realize it was a secret I won't be contacting you anymore and blocking her and and my therapist agreed that that was the right move right there because I'm not two years old you know um I'm not going to accept some being friends with them. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm going to talk to you, but it's in secret. No, f- screw that. I'm an adult. You're an adult. If I want to talk to you, I'm going to talk to you. And it's going to be out in the open. And if I don't want to talk to you, then I won't talk to you. And if you are going to keep me a secret, then then there's nothing else to say. I'm not a secret. I'm not, you know, I'm not an evil person. So if if you're... That's not good. But the people that are on your side, do not alienate them because you're trying to protect yourself. Because you you feel like, every, because they might be doing something that's not 100% correct. Don't alienate them. If they've been on your side and they're good people. And you, and you, you need to look at the whole picture. Don't just look at the one thing or the two things or the ten things. Look at the entire picture. Are they there for you? Have they been supportive of you? Do they love you? Right? And they're not going to be 100% supportive all of the time. And they may say something that's wrong at the moment. Right? They just... Does it make them a narcissist? It doesn't make them evil. It doesn't make them someone who's going to hurt you or is hurting you. So, the the latest thing that um that the last thing that I need to and I haven't even spoken to my husband about this yet because I'm waiting. We we're gonna take a little staycation type deal we're not going far but we're 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 gonna take a little break from being here and 
and and by the way, for the next few days, I'm not going to be online. I'm just I'm taking it's a digital break as well. Um, so that we can talk, and I can say to him, okay, so there's this problem. Let's tackle it as a team. Because what I have been doing is yelling at him, saying, this is your fault, you need to fix it. All by yourself. And that's that's not healthy, because he feels like he he's alone. Right? And I'm barking at him, instead of saying, alright, I'll, I'll help you in this process. However I can, I'm on your side. Let's Let's do this as a couple. And... I didn't realize how much damage I can do to a marriage. It really can when you separate yourself from your your spouse. Now, the situation, he's not cheating on me. It's nothing like that. But it's something that happened before we got married. And I think that's what I'm most resentful of. The fact that it started before and the issue is still there. Like, I inherited it. And I'm like, but it's not fair. You know, that that's my 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 reasoning. It's not fair. It's not fair. Why should I have to deal with this? It's not fair. It's not fair. And my therapist is like, yeah, but you married him. And you found out it was there and you stayed with him. So now it is your, both of your problems. You're married. And I was like, damn it. I have to, I have to agree with that. You know, as much as she goes, you're right. It's not fair. (laughs) You know, he did this and you inherited the problem. But you inherited the problem. (laughs) So now you have to work on it together. And he's going to be more likely to, to actually work on this problem if you are on his side. As opposed to on the opposite side. So she explained it in a way that I really liked and and I'll I'll say it to you guys. Instead of being playing ping pong and he's on one side of the table and I'm on the other, we are a ping pong team. We're on the same side playing against another team, right? So what I'm trying to get across here is we have built up just a wall you know we're like porcupines a lot of times when I used to be a different person I used to be this person who always give gave everyone the benefit of the doubt always thought that the people were inherently good instead of inherently bad and my thinking has changed a lot a lot and i'm i'm sad about that because i no longer feel that people are inherently good right i meet someone new and i'm looking for their flaws not their virtues and that's it's hard for me because it, i used to be the one and i know that was naive to think that everyone's inherently good, but everyone's not inherently evil either. So I'm hoping that I can be more mindful of how I approach people, how I talk to people, how 
I accept people into my life, especially as COVID is lifting. I'm still very cautious with COVID, but that's just me and my anxiety. But as it's all lifting and I can, you know, communicate with the world again in person, how am I going to present myself out there? Am I going to be this person who no one likes because I'm the one who's pushing people away? Is that what I want? I don't want that. I want to have real genuine friendships. And I have enough knowledge now to see if there are real red flags. And that's the thing. It's it's the difference between a perceived red flag and a real red flag. You know? If you're talk having a conversation with someone and you can't get a word in edgewise and all they do is they don't listen to what you say or respond to you. All they do is talk about themselves. You got to be a little cautious there. But if you're having a conversation with someone, hey, people have different opinions. People, you know, we're all different people. So I'm glad that this therapy session happened. I'm glad that, I, that I'm starting to maybe actually heal. You know, I've been a little mistaken up until now. That healing meant, well, every day of my life that I, the, the least amount of times I think about my mother, I'm healing. No, healing is a process of seeing your own flaws and your own faults. And being able to recognize them and fix them. Right? And being your true, authentic self as opposed to a person who's just upset and rejecting people and projecting narcissistic traits onto everyone. Because not everyone's a narcissist. Okay? Now, the statistics are wrong. (laughs) It's not the 2 or 3% of the population. It's, it's a lot more than that. For me to have over 3,000 followers, it's way more than that. And I've seen other narcissist pages with more, way more followers than me. There's more than 2 to 3% of the population being narcissists. But you have to be objective. And really objective, you know, in in seeing who is toxic and who are you just projecting toxicity onto people. I'm not saying that you 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 didn't stop talking to someone for a valid reason, but we have to be more careful and be and look inside of us because that's what narcissists can't do. They're never wrong, right? That's their thing. Well. We have to recognize that we can be wrong. And we have to be able to fix those things in us that we don't want to be. Alright guys, I'm going to stop there. I hope that this podcast is, is different from all the other podcasts. Because I'm not focusing on a narcissistic trait. Or what to do if. I'm focusing on 
you and how you see the world and hopefully how you how you're able to live in a world where narcissists exist but not everyone is a narcissist and can we let go a little bit of that protection we have for ourselves now that we've realized we've been abused for so many years can we recognize that maybe we're a little bit too you know uh, isolated because we don't want to get hurt we'd rather be alone alright guys um, I am going to end it there And I love you very much. Thank you for listening. And until next time.